because, well, it doesn't get more dumb than that. And there's still time to be dumb. Summer is not over. And I think, you know, when you talk about autumn coming, autumn is a time of reflection, of perhaps melancholy, perhaps wonder. And those things require have brain and me not have brain. <laughs> so me say yum yum. Chops, collard greens, and poly pop. Candied yams, cornbread, and cabbage on the side of yum yum. Oh, woo yum yum. Yum yum. That's what my new Jersey baby's gonna fix for me when I get home. Uh-huh. Pig feet, something sweet, red beans, and potty's meat, a five layer banana cake makes everything on me. Yum yum. Oh, woo yum yum. Onion rings, Georgia peaches, cottage cheese, lettuce and whipped cream. Yum yum. Oh, yeah, that's Joe Tex and Yum Yum. Thank you, Joe. I think that's our mission statement today, Yum Yum, because I aren't got brain to say more. I think I, I spoke that also earlier, too. This is a show about food, essentially, when, when there isn't an excuse for that. Now, here's some news for you. Salmon has been found on the Salmon River. Would you imagine? In Albany, New York, it says here from the Associated Press, For the first time in more than a century, scientists have found wild-born Atlantic salmon in a Lake Ontario tributary that once teemed with the fish. Federal biologist Jim Johnson says more than 40 yearling wild Atlantic salmon were collected this summer in the Salmon River at the eastern end of the lake in New York. He says the discovery suggests that the native species is recovering after many years of reproductive failure. The introduction of the alewife more than 50 years ago is cited as a major cause for the decline of wild salmon because the invasive fish disrupts reproduction in salmon that eat it. Johnson says the alewife population has declined. Hallelujah! I think we need to get uh, Laura Lee. Laura Lee? No, Laura Lee is a great singer, but this is Julia Lee. Here we go. want it baby come and get it better get it while it's hot do you want it why don't you act like it cause i got a lot everybody comes from miles around cause they know i got the hottest hash in town do you want it baby come and get it you gotta get it while it's hot do you want it 
Well, come on and get it. You gotta get it while it's hot. Do you want it? Why don't you act like it? I sure got a lot. I got a special sale on stew. Written guarantee it'll satisfy you. Do you want it, baby? Come and get it. You gotta get it while it's hot. Now, do you want it? Come and get it. You gotta get it while it's hot. Do you want it? Why don't you act like it? I sure got a lot. Wine is wine, water is water. Look what you can get for just a quarter. Want a baby? Come on and get it. You gotta get it while it's hot. Want it? Come on and get it. Gotta get it while it's hot. Do you want it? Why don't you act like it? Cause I sure got a lot. You can have anything you wish. But I'd like for you to try some of my fish. Do you want it, baby? Come and get it. Gotta get it while it's hot. Do you want it? Come on and get it. You gotta get it while it's hot. Do you want it? Why don't you act like it? Cause I sure got a lot. I got string beans, onions, potatoes, and garlic. If you eat that, it won't give you the colic. Do you want it, baby? Come on and get it. Gotta get it while it's hot. Do you want it? Come on and get it. Gotta get it while it's hot. Do you want it? Why don't you act like it? I sure got a lot. The shortest thing about a hog is his grunt. The best thing about my joint is my hash. Do you want it, baby? Come on and get it. Gotta get it while it's hot. I'm selling hash, and that's no trash. Mighty good, so lay it on the wood. Do you want it, baby? Come on and get it. Gotta get it while it's hot. She wants to sell her fish. Well, why not? That is Julia Lee, and that is Do You Want It? Yes. The answer is yes. That's from her album called That's What I Like. Yeah, it is. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food. And I have some news about robotic cows now. My late, This is a robotic cow update. MSU Robot Dairy. <laughs> and who hasn't been to a robot dairy? Now, I should mention Robot Pasta, which is a show on Saturday evenings, a fine show with the Dwyer family on WCBN from 5 to 7 p.m. on Saturday. But how about a robot dairy? This is a news this is a news from a Ross Township in a Michigan. Michigan State University is inviting the public to take a look at its new robotic cow milking operation, which the university says makes life easier for farmers as well as cows. Oops, actually this is not open at the time, but let me tell you all about what is not available for you to see. <laughs> Don't wait for it. The milking machines let cows come in to be milked when they need or want to. Robots also collect health and other data on the cows. The operation coordinator says the pasture-based system frees farmers from the need to follow a strict milking schedule. He says the system aims to help small and medium-sized dairy operations. You could look up information about that on the Michigan State University website. Apologize for saying that you could look at it because, well, maybe you can. You might have to ask them. Now on to other milk-related things. Milk makes what? Ice cream? Of course it does. Now more than ever, Vermont is for lovers and for lovers of marriage equality, says here on the Ben & Jerry website. Vermont has passed a law allowing same-sex couples to marry. And so the news is that Ben & Jerry's has had something called the Chubby Hubby. Well, now they've got a special edition called 
the hubby hubby. Yes, indeed. You have to get it in Vermont. You want to get it while it's hot. No, actually cold because melted ice cream. Well, I always liked gooey ice cream. We used to call it gooey ice cream in my family. It's kind of it was it was like a shake, but a soup, but an ice cream. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, hubby hubby. So it says here we have ceremoniously dubbed our iconic flavor chubby hubby to hubby hubby to support and raise awareness of the importance of marriage equality. If you live in Vermont or you're visiting, you're invited to celebrate the pride-filled occasion with all naturally fabulous union of peanut butter cookie dough ice cream, fudge, and pretzels. Enjoy our Hubby Hubby Sunday for the month of September in participating Vermont scoop shops. So if you're out in Vermont listening to this on the web, why don't you mail me some? Just put a pint of Hubby Hubby in a box and mail it to me. You don't have to even know what my address is. Just mail it to me. You'd be surprised. I think I'd be surprised, too. Right. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and I'm not sure what happens if I press this button, but I'm thinking it could be pretty good. Look here, girls. Take this advice and remember always in life. Into each heart, some tears must fall. There's salmon in the Salmon River. And is there too many fish in the sea? Probably not. I think there could ever be too many fish in the sea. But some fish are being repopulated, and that is a beautiful thing. It's Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm Mike. Thank you for being what you are now. Here's some news coming up on September 12th. That's a Saturday. Is going to be the Homegrown Festival in the Ann Arbor Farmer's Market. It's going to happen from 5 to 10 p.m. There's going to be all kinds of stuff and things happening. At the beginning of the festival, there will be music by Billy King, First Flight, 
Chris Buhalis, and the Ann Arbor Dub Project. This is all on Saturday, September 12th. There will be local farmers will be creating a variety of tasting portions of wonderful foods they will offer for sale. And what else? There's going to be activities including a tomato taste-off with Project Grow. There are going to be kids' activities and nonprofit booths giving you information about natural foods, organic foods, and all that sort of stuff. So, yes, this is a free event. They're working on a bicycle valet. It says here on their website that... I've never heard of a bicycle valet. Well, that's an idea, isn't it? They're working on one. Meanwhile, all downtown parking is free on a Saturday after 6, so the event is from 5 to 10 p.m. on Saturday, September 12th at the Ann Arbor's Farmer Market, Ann Arbor's Farmer's Markets. That is the Homegrown Festival 2009. I'll try to get somebody on the show soon to talk about that before the event happens. Here's somebody who could use a little bit of a homegrown food. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're like so many of us, you've tried every diet in the book. You've tried the South Beach diet, you've tried the Jenny Craig diet, even the Larry Craig diet. (laughs) That's the one where you tap your foot repeatedly to burn those unwanted calories. (laughs) But tonight, we here in the Capitol Steps are here to urge you to just give it up. I've tried those low-fat diets Though mostly they're a sham And after sex I've longed To smoke a great big ham So I thought that I'd try Atkins Maybe for a week or two But my calves grew fat And now when I walk They move I wrecked my heart with spam and Crisco fried on a grill. They called to me now on my bathroom scale. I climb. It shouts, hey, one at a time. What's smaller than my derriere? Delaware, my underwear's as large as Frisco. I tried to flow. relaxing, isn't it? Kind of makes you feel good, or maybe not so good in the heart, or whatever else you... What I'm saying is, yeah, that was the Capital Steps, and I wrecked my heart with Spam and Crisco. Thank you, guys. That's from their album, Obama Mia. 
Yeah, this is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's a show about food. Here's actually some news that's more sympathetic to that fellow. Top-ranked competitive eater and three-time defending champion... Top-ranked competitive eater and three-time defending champion Joey Chestnut has been dethroned as the winner of the Best in the West Nugget World Rib Eating Championship in Sparks, Nevada. Why don't we have a Best in the West Nugget World Rib Eating Championship in Ann Arbor? I don't understand. Pat Deepdish Bertoletti of Chicago beat Chestnut on Wednesday this week, that's yesterday, by one-tenth of a pound. Bertoletti downed 5.8 pounds of, what, ribs in 12 minutes. Wednesday's, Wednesday's contest, which is to say Wednesday's contest, was the fourth annual and featured 12 competitors. Chestnut from San Jose, California, is ranked number one in the International Federation of Competitive Eating. I've been keeping an eye on that for quite a long time, so it's important that we keep those stats right. He is, in fact, number one. Bertoletti is rated second, but he won. Bertoletti says he prepared for the contest by not eating since a large meal on Tuesday. He won $2,500, and his name will adorn a trophy featuring three golden pigs. Remember that, people. If you can, don't eat for about two days and then eat uh, 5.8 pounds of ribs in 12 minutes. That is our advice to you today to do if you want to lose your mind. Now, speaking of losing your mind, you know I lose my mind whenever I listen to Julia Lee, and she has just walked back in the room. Spinach has vitamin A, B, and D, but spinach never appealed to me. But one day while having dinner with a guy, I decided to give it a try. I didn't like it the first time, it was so new to me. I didn't like it the first time, I was so young, you see. I used to run away from the stuff, but now somehow I can't get enough. I didn't like it the first time Oh, how it grew on me I didn't like it the first time I had it on a date Although the first was the worst time Right now I think it's great Somehow it's always hitting the spot Especially when they bring it in hot I didn't like it the first time But oh, how it grew on me stuff on the shelf cause now I make a pig of myself I didn't like it the first time but oh how it grew on me
time when I was just 16. I didn't like it the first time. Guess I was mighty green. But I've stocked up cause I've gotten wise. I got enough for two dozen guys. I didn't like it the first time. But oh, how it grew on me. I didn't like it the first time. But oh, how it grew on me. Well, we're back to the spinach side of things. I suppose that's the healthy way of doing things. I mean, you've had 5.8... Pounds of ribs in 12 minutes or 12 seconds or whatever it is. Spinach isn't a bad thing to top it off with, really. But you could also have ribs and spinach without the ribs. It's, it's your choice. That was Julia Lee. Once again, that is the spinach song. I didn't like it the first time. I like it every time, really. What am I saying? This is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's a show about food. We talked earlier about the great festival coming up on September 12th, the Homegrown Festival on Saturday, September 12th at the Farmer's Market. And not too long ago, an initiative has came to Detroit. It's called the My Neighborhood Food Movers Pilot Project. It officially started a few weeks ago. It's a way that people can take trucks. Well, you know, you have ice cream trucks all over Detroit, all over Ann Arbor, all over Ipsy from time to time. How about delivering vegetables to neighborhoods that might not otherwise get them? Because Detroit has not a whole lot of grocery stores, so there are certainly some neighborhoods that go without it. So they've got a new initiative called My Neighborhood Food Movers, where they deliver food, a couple of small business actually, businesses, one called Field of Our Dreams and one called Up South Food. Up South Foods are going to be peddling fruits and vegetables with a roving truck in a Detroit neighborhood. And that's uh, an initiative with the state, so they've gotten together on that one. And they might like some of the spinach. I don't know if they deliver spinach, but there are a lot of choices when you can eat from a grocery truck rather than necessarily an ice cream, tr ice cream truck all the time. But in the meantime, it is harvest time, and that means another call of a song. Another song is calling us right now. This is actually from northern Ghana. This is a song and chant. With, it, it, this has song and chant in the background. It says here, the xylophone is the main voice of Kipelu. It's a Dagarti song of praise and encouragement to nut, maize, millet, rice, and yam farmers at the Kipelo Harvest Festival in Nandom State, Dakarti, in northern Ghana. And it sounds like this.
That is from a collection called Harvest Song, and what a great time for that, because there's a whole lot of food out there growing naturally and stuff. That is a collection called Harvest Song. That is music from northern Ghana in Africa. That is a Degarty Festival song, giving praise and encouragement to nut, maize, millet rice, and yam farmers in northern Ghana in Africa. Pandora's Lunchbox is rolling down to a close here. Arulf is here. He's about ready to help us to face that music. In the meantime, a little bit, a little, 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 I feel like uh, Porky Pig here. Hebity, hebity, hebity. Maybe that's, uh, oh my goodness, that's right. You know what? Arwolf is doing a whole show based on the music of the Redheads. The Red Nickels. The Red Nickels and the Redheads. The show is going to be devoted to that. That's coming up at 7. That is Face the Music. If you got a red tomato you're eating there, maybe you can listen to the Redheads and think about that. Some red bell peppers, some red wine, you know some red licorice. Get it all out there, spread it all on the counter, and get ready to listen to Face the Music. But in the meantime, this I'd like to dedicate to the vending machine down the hall at WCBN. News here says, news here, news tells me this, the average energy use of the most common new cold beverage vending machines would be cut by about 42% according to new national minimum standards published by, published by the U.S. Department of Energy. With roughly 3 million beverage vending machines in the U.S., a strong national standard means real savings for all the universities, park districts, and other institutions and businesses that pay electric bills. With these standards, says the senior scientist with the Natural Resources Defense Council, we are assured that all new soda vending machines will be energy sippers and not the energy guzzlers of old. So sip on that. That's good news. They're going to come up with... Well, it sounds like it's, it's proposed, so we'll see how far it goes, but they're trying to come up with more energy-efficient beverage machines. Well, there you go. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox for a while. I've been Mike for at least a half hour. Thank you for tuning in. Arful is here to help us to face the music in just a moment. You're listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, and all of the food around us is growing like the Temptations. She's gone away It's gone 
It's 7 o'clock. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, 88.3 megahertz. It's time for Face the Music, and tonight we vowed to give you a special report on a group known as the Redheads. This is no relation, as far as I can tell, to something Smith and the Redheads from the 1950s, sort of a a really uh, tepid neo-vaudeville act with red crew cuts. This is, uh, the Redheads was a pseudonym for Red Nichols and his five pennies whenever their recordings were released on the Melatone, Oracle, or Perfect labels. Maybe it's, maybe Odeon. Uh, during the years 1925 to 1927. And we just happened to have a... Uh, a collection that was put out back in the late 90s on the EPM Musique Jazz Archives label called The Complete Redheads. This is not necessarily The Complete Redheads because The Redheads also did a lot of backing for pop vocalists like J.C. Flippin and Cliff Edwards and Arthur Fields. Cliff Edwards was also known as Ukulele Ike, and he became very well known later in life as the voice of Jiminy Cricket. But unfortunately, I don't have any of those recordings with me. What I do have is uh, largely instrumentals played by the Redheads, Red Nichols and Miff Mole, one of our favorite early jazz trombonists. So we'll start with Fallen Arches and its flip side, Nervous Charlie. 